What's up everyone, this is your host Dan Chang here. Welcome to the first podcast episode of 2023. Today, I have an awesome episode lined up for you. Over the Christmas break, I went to Malaysia with my wife to see her family and we also visited Singapore for a day where I caught up with the team over at Strength Clinic Academy. I recorded a podcast with Misty who is a Singaporean physiotherapist who also loves Olympic lifting. We chatted about the beauty of the weightlifting sport, recovery tips, and patellar tendon pain from lifting. So without further ado, let's meet Misty. Misty Kill, welcome to the show. Hello. We are currently sitting in your office, which is located in Singapore. In the CBD. CBD. The heart of the city. We're like maybe two stories up or three stories? Three. Wow. And it's honestly, like I look behind me and there's beautiful... And a beautiful building and it's just so fun it's so cool here yeah, it's a change in environment for you yeah for sure from foreclosed walls now there's a beautiful scenery so thank you for having me this is the furthest i've ever traveled just to do an episode yeah so you're going international exactly this nice is my, my, you're my first international live guest the background is i was the one that uh shoot my shot with daniel <laughs> You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So, thank you for having me. That's all right. Uh, thank you for bringing all your equipment down. Hope the jam wasn't so bad. Yeah, just to give you <laughs> listeners a bit of an insight. So, my wife and I, we travel from Malaysia to Singapore today. And I don't know whether it's the time of year. I think it's the, I time, think it's of the time of year. It's Boxing Day yesterday. I think right. everyone's everyone from Malaysia is going back to work to, in Singapore. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's so, crazy. we got stuck in the Malaysian <clears throat> Singapore customs for like two hours. And my feet were so sore. Not your, not your bum? Not my bum. Why your feet? Because I was standing. Oh, is it a bus? No, no, no. Um, standing oh, in line. Oh, in line for the customs yeah. to, 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 clear, to clear your passport, right? That's right. Oh, okay, okay, That's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but we're here now. We're going to chat to Mystique about um, her background in, as a physio in Singapore. And also, she's got a strong background in weightlifting. I think we have a few questions, right, from, yep. our, from our followers. Definitely, So we're yes. looking forward to uh, f- answering them. For sure. So thank yeah. you to everyone who um, sent in the question. So we'll get straight into it, shall we? First of all, tell us about your physio background. Where did you train and where are you working? Back then, yeah. <laughs> I'm not very old, but back then, <laughs> there was only one route uh, that you could do in Singapore to get a physio degree. And yeah. that required you to get an A-level cert. Okay. So that's like like the like the, the junior college. Yeah. I don't know whether you had that in, in Australia. Like after high school, you straight away go to uni. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. after our high school, we we either go to like a polytechnic, mm. like a vocational school. Yeah. Or you go to a junior college, which was two years. Right. So I went to a JC for two years to get the A levels, specifically to do a physio diploma. Right. So then that's three years of a diploma, and then I got employed in a restructured hospital, mm-hmm. a public hospital. Got my license, got fully registered, got sponsored by them to do my degree. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I went to uh, Singapore Institute of uh, Technology, SIT. And they had an affiliation with uh, Trinity College Dublin, TCD. Mm -hmm. So I spent maybe uh, two months in Ireland for placements. Wow, okay. And then I I graduated. So that's, right. that's, that's my route. I spent five years in the restructured hospital. Yep. So because I, I, I had to serve my bond as well. I see, yeah. yeah and then I specialised in uh, sports medicine. 
in, cool. in CGH in the restructured hospital. Yeah. Nice. So you've seen a lot of sports injuries and acute chronic. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, it's uh, ACL recons. Okay. Yeah. My favorite. Hey. Yes. <laughs> As seen in on your Instagram. Yeah. ACL, right. ACL recon, return to sports. Yeah. Um, we see a lot of our national servicemen. Oh. So my host, that hospital, CGH, has a um, affiliation with MINDEF, Ministry of Defense. Okay. So um, everyone who does uh, national service, um, if you're a civil servant, uh, medical coverage is covered. Wow. So then yep. they see, we, we see them. Uh, so we see all our, our, we call them NSFs, National mm. Servicemen. Yeah. So most of my clientele are our National Servicemen. Yeah, okay. And, uh, your regular, and your regular folks, your aunties and uncles with yep. NEOAs. Yep, yeah, we love them. We love we? them. <laughs> I find with that certain type of population, there's a lot of education you need to a do lot. to break down. Because yeah. especially Asian culture. Like yes. yesterday, my mother-in-law told me that, that oh. um, I hope she doesn't listen to this, <laughs> but she said that coffee breaks down your knee cartilage. Oh, really, man? So she told, she told Corinne to stop drinking too much coffee. <laughs> I drink coffee like three times a day. I know. Oh. If, if, if that's true, my, I'd have zero cartilage yes. left, right? <laughs> But I just tried to, I, bu- I bit my tongue. And what I, did she, and, oh, you didn't, you didn't, didn't advise, say anything because yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> pick my battles. Yes. And plus it's like the third day I've met my mother-in-law. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, better don't say anything. Don't want to make enemies <laughs> don't too make enemies. soon. Yeah. Especially not the mother-in-law. Yeah, a lot of educating. There's some things we can't modify, right? Like age, mm. but mm. we can modify a lot of other things like your activity levels, sure. activity pacing, how you, how you in, like reduce your intensity with your, your walking or load your management. stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Load management, yes, exactly. For sure. All right. Well, let's get into the very first question of today, which is, what is your opinion on all the little, I say in quotation ah. mark, little recovery methods like needling, normatic boots, massage, cupping? Do you think they have a place somewhere in this world for both gen pop and athletes? You know, I had to Google what a normatec was. Oh, really? <laughs> Basically, it's the it's the sleeve that you put on your legs, right? Compression. It's, yeah, compressions, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen it before. I just didn't know that it was called normatecs. But... Um, I think all these are adjunct therapy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not meant to be the one or be all. Yeah, I don't True. I don't believe all of this should be the only thing that you, you use for recovery. Yep, but for sure. um I think it can definitely improve your quality mm. of uh, recovery bo- both for athletes and for the for the general population. For I sure. th- I don't think we should discriminate who gets what, right? Yeah. I mean at the end of the day, essentially someone comes to see you or it's because they want some sort of relief mm. from their pain, from the aches, from their injuries. And we need to provide that option for them. Mm. Yeah. What's most important is that um, when it's used, utilized, yeah. right? Uh, obviously, if an uh, athlete trains twice a day, three hours a session, yeah. um, you got to know how to speed up that recovery in between the sessions. Sure. So something maybe like a normal tag or ice bath. Yeah, yeah, that would definitely help to calm down the inflammation of your muscles mm-hmm. and then get you back to your second session. Yeah. But if it's an office lady working three hours straight at a desk, getting yeah. neck, neck pain, <laughs> it's really educating them right on what how they manage their posture, their load, and sure. uh, educating them on exercise. No, that's a, I, I like the way you answered that. And um, I, in my opinion, I think I, I think about it like from a cake making a cake perspective. Mm. So you've got the <clears throat> things you must use for a cake, like flour yeah. or uh, butter or water. You know, so those in terms of recovery, those those non negotiables are things like yes. sleep. Nutrition. Uh, nutrition, hydration, exactly. um, stress levels as yes. well as are often overlooked. Um, so if as long as you do the cake foundations right, 
all the other stuff that's all like the chocolate yeah. chips the cherries on top exactly right? it's like the toppings exactly yeah. right and then it makes the cake nicer right yes yeah so 100% I like, I like that analogy I'm gonna use that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, I like cakes I like cakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also like to say if you know if LeBron James sits in an ice bath, well, I'm gonna sit in that ice yeah. bath because obviously we're the same. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, we shouldn't discriminate. Like, I I believe in everyday athletes. Mm. Like, your office workers can have like a maybe they're athletes in different ways. Yeah, moms, moms are athletes. Oh yeah, yeah, they're the <laughs> ultimate athletes. So what? Oh, I'm not gonna tell them like, oh, you're just a mother. I'm not gonna give you this. This is nice. It's not. It's not nice, right? Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> Yeah, so we shouldn't discriminate. Everyone's an athlete, everyday athlete, everyday right. heroes. It's all about perspective, yes, right? Yes, perspective. Fantastic. All right, second question. Do you think the general popu- in the general population world and the athletic world, treatment options differ in how you manage them? I think on, on that note, what I've mentioned about that, the adjunct therapy and ad- yep. adjunct treatment options, right? I think that um, the treatment options don't differ so much. I mm. think maybe exercise prescription will, 100%, right? Yeah. Like it's really dependent on the person's capability to do a certain exercise. Yes. So then we we regress or then we progress. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the only difference I can think of. How about you? Yeah, no, I'm much the same too. In terms of the exercise prescription part, I think we have to also look at their goals as yeah. well. So for general population, their goals won't be so much performance-based. Yeah, it won't be so like outcome-specific. Like yeah. I want to clean and jerk 80 by this week. You very know what I mean? Yeah, very objective. Right? Yeah, yeah. For gen pop, it's more like I just want to lift my kid up and exactly. throw my kid up. And in it's the a air. very functional function. It's a very functional mm. goal. And yeah, any any parent want to lift their kid up, right? Exactly. But they can't or do that with pain. So how are we going to help them exactly. to achieve that? Or even yeah. just um grab a cup from the top shelf. Yeah. A lot of old people store their cups on the top shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, I do that, and I'm not that old, uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't blame them. Yeah. And also, I think athletes they need to be. In terms of performance, they need to be doing stuff that makes them that even that one or exactly. even 0.1% better. Yeah. So if that means working on really specific overhead Correct. stability stuff. You got to work on it then. Exactly yeah. right. Whereas you're not going to give 50-year-old man who just wants to lift a, lift something, you're not going to give him a tons of um, you know, specific therabanded exercises. Exactly. Right? So yeah. I think you have to be with exercise prescription, definitely be more targeted specific yeah. to, to the, the person's goals. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah. And also, and in terms of compliance with the exercise too athletes are super compliant yeah do you feel i think i think depends yeah. <laughs> i think uh, like those that are really motivated and those that really know that they, they they've got to put work into this mm. they'll really they really like dedicate a lot of time I, and i've seen like ultimate frisbee players yeah. right I, I followed the ultimate frisbee team on their tour to ohio in july oh you followed them yeah, yeah, yeah i followed awesome. them yeah shout out to sweet pangos i miss y'all meet up soon <laughs> I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna make, make them listen to the podcast oh right uh, so yeah so sorry awesome. the, the women's team their name their name is called pangolins right so then we oh, call them pangos. I'm so confused I'm so sorry I didn't give you a <laughs> background okay. yeah so the pangos yeah yeah, so shout out to the Pengos. Sh- shout out to Pengos. Um, I've, I'm seeing a few of them for rehab mm. and I've seen how as a team, like an elite team yeah. performing on a national stage, I, and I see how dedicated they are to their recovery, their sleep, their nutrition. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's like a whole new world and like there are people like that. Yeah. See that, yeah. And um, I think, yeah, they are more compliant because they really are, they have, they are, they really like are passionate about their sport and they want to get better. Yeah. So when I treat a adolescent teenage, like a teenager yeah. athlete, I, I never really talk to them about their pain. I always talk, if I want them to be more compliant with the exercise, yeah. I ask them, 
do you want to be faster? Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. want to be stronger? Yeah. And they're like, yes, of yes, course. And then, then from there, you have that buy-in. Correct. you got to do your exercises in order to be faster, stronger, correct. better. Yeah, yeah. So. I agree. I do that sometimes. I threaten them. So it's, it's, all, it's all about tricking, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry, not threaten, tricking. Tricking. <laughs> I say threaten. That sometimes threaten if, yeah, yeah. if they don't do yeah, the exercise. Yeah, yeah. I think that's important, the buy-in. You need to make them believe that you know Mm. You know this is correct. Yeah. 100%. Let's talk about weightlifting as, as a sport for a bit. So do you find weightlifting tickles your physio, yeah. physio brain? I'm very grateful to be doing what I'm doing. I tell, mm. I, I tell that to everyone. Every like, like I'm so grateful to be a physio and I'm so grateful to be also a weightlifter. Yes. Because I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. Right? I think my observational skills has improved mm. ever since I started the sport because... It's such a complex sport, right? Yeah, like you very. think it's just picking up a bar and then throwing overhead. It's not. It's so much more than that. Sometimes I think that I've nailed the movement. Like yes, yeah. I got this. The next day, the movement gets all jumbled up again. Yeah, and I don't even know like what I did wrong or what. Yeah. And that and that humbles me a lot mm. because then you go back to the basics and then you you break down again what you're missing and what you need to improve on. Is this for yourself or it, watching someone? Both. Lift, both. Yeah. And then you see other people live and yeah. then you can sort of either pick up the good things about their lift uh-huh. or then point out what they need to improve on because I'm actually a coach also. Oh, great. Yeah, Fantastic. I just Yeah, I just got certified. So, Congrats. That's yeah, awesome. Thank you. So, um, I'm certified to coach. So, anybody who needs a coach, please approach yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah shout out for shout sure. Out. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I think it's also good to have the coach's eye, mm, right? Mm. And um, it's very helpful that if my client or my patient is a... Doesn't have to be a weightlifter. You can just be a, like a, a gym goer doing... Yeah. doing the, your three SBDs, your yeah. squat, bench, deadlifts. Yeah. That's also that's also important in weightlifting, right? For sure. And I and I, I probably think that that should be my bread and butter. Yeah. So then I pay a bit more attention to all the small nuances, like that one percent that we talked about mm-hmm. just now. Yeah. Um. And then they, I mean that gives me a bit of an edge, I, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Make and it sets you apart from exactly someone else. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it does tickle my 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 physio my. It's like a it's like an occupational hazard. You know, like how, <laughs> you know, like how you you go on the roads and. And then you're walking and then you 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 secretly judge other people's gait pattern. Yeah. Don't, don't like I do, do I right? do. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's an like occupational hazard. So I'm just grateful to be doing what I'm doing. Fantastic. Yeah. Now that's awesome. The person who asked this question, he's a weightlifter. Ah. Well. I don't know if you've seen him on my Instagram. What's his name? Sambo Foreign. He's he's uh I always zoom up on his butt. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen before. Are you two friends? Like yeah, mates? yeah, we're really good friends. Good friends okay. Yeah, I'll so we work together in Tamworth. Ah, okay, okay. And he's I also always, a physio. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I always just oversexualize him. He's okay. He he's a fine. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. I think he likes it anyway. So, <laughs> but he he's a weightlifter okay. as well, and I'm pretty sure he's the only weightlifter physio in Tamworth. Oh. So I think he's really set himself apart from okay. all the other. That's physios. good. Uh, I'll try. To, I'll connect with him. What's his name? Sam. Sambo Foreign. Sambo. I'll send you his um. Okay. Well, yeah, Sam Foreign, but. We, yeah, hundred percent. All right, let's chat. Um, the the next question. Mm-hmm. So, what are some cues that you use to teach someone how to snatch? Wow, <laughs> big question. It's a very big question because the snatch is so. It's not easy. It's not. It's not very simple. Mm. What cues? Okay, I. I mean, personally, it de- it, it really depends mm. on what the person is lacking in, yep. right? But the main cues I always give 
myself or even like my, my friends who are weightlifting or training with me would be shoulder over the bar at the start position at the mm-hmm. bottom position mm-hmm. um, push through the legs so mm-hmm. when the bar from the bottom position goes to your knee it always has to be and in your legs the, mm-hmm. you have to use your legs to stabilize it not your back yep. right? keep yep. your back tight yes yep. shoulders over the bar and then um, keep the bar close so mm. think of it as like a as a brush to lift off your, your shirt I see. Instead okay. of humping the bar, or bumping the bar against sure, your hip. Sure. Yeah. So keep the bar, keeping the bar close, sends the bar in a very optimum trajectory to fall overhead. Sure. Yeah. It's very complex. Very complex. <laughs> I think we can have a one-hour podcast yeah, just on the snatch, can. right? I've Next done time. research on it. Right? Like I've done research on the snatch wow. complex. I've done research on the clean and jerk complex. That's how much I'm so passionate about the sport. That's all. I can feel your passion <laughs> too. You. So that's awesome. Thank keep you, thank keep you. that up. <laughs> um, I find cues, even not even talking about the snatch, but even just the squat. Yeah, something simple, as basic compound. as a squat. It's, there's a yeah. lot of cues, right? Just using simple cues can really change someone's What are ability. your cues for your squats? I usually get them to sit, stand up from a chair. Okay. And I say... Okay, there's your Sit squat. Uh, Sit yes. down and stand up. Yes. Okay, now we're going to remove the chair and I'll do the same. Some people, as soon as you remove the chair, they start doing all types of weird yeah. crap, right? So I just say sometimes sink your hips down between your ankles. Okay. And then kind of just watch them, how they, how they move. What's okay. your tips on a squat? Some cues that I've learned from the national coach would be like to grip the, like rip the ground. Yep, so you yeah. switch on those switch external on rotators. rotators. So yeah. rip the ground when you're you're going down and going up. Love it. Yeah, Something yeah. That, I think cues need to be simple. Max three words. If, if for the push-up, for example, I tell them to try rip apart the ground yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. and then that just puts your shoulder into, blades a, into a correct. better position, yeah. I feel. No, that's good. Let's chat about how you warm yeah. up for Olympic lifts. So I roll up to the gym. Mm-hmm. I say hi to my coach. Of course, you gotta you gotta keep the people happy around. Shout you. out to Ryan Wong from Lions Den. I'm giving so much like clout, man. Nah, man, go for it. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, as long as they listen to the podcast. Okay, I will. I was ready for you. Don't I worry. expect this episode to go through the roof. Okay, like charts, okay. okay. Okay, we go and analyze like the number of listeners, like if ARS, okay. And then I straight away go into like a lizard stretch. Mm. Okay, no, I foam roll first. Sorry. Foam roll my glutes, foam roll my rectus fem. Because I'm having some heat pain. Right. And I've, I'm, I've, I've been to a physio. I'm seeing a physio. So Good. physios need physios too. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we both suspect it might be like a, like a acetabulum label there, uh. somewhere here and there, because I had a, I had a traumatic, like, I played rugby last time. Right. So that, the heat pain started after that contact. Oh. And when I fell on my left, so it might be some structural damage. Sure. Now it's very chronic, so we just have to work on like mobility, muscle imbalance, and stuff, right? Sure. So foam rolling, hips, uh, thoracic extension. Yeah. And then I go into my lizard stretch. Yeah. I do like a like a scapular push. Yep. Yeah, like protraction, like retraction. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Protraction, retraction, and then I um, do knees over toes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In a deep squat. Yep. Yeah. Warm up uh, that patellar tendon. Yep. <laughs> Can opener. Yeah. yeah. Very important. Um, and then I do some activation. So I normally mobilize, like mobilize, do my mobility, uh, foam rolling, and then yep. I activate. So I do a lot of rotator cuff. Um, Banded work. Ac- activate, ac- activation. Actually, I do it with a, um, with a small weight plate. Oh, yeah. so no... no I, I, find, I find that challenges the proprioception a bit and the stability a bit sure yeah so i do a bit more open chain stuff yeah yeah and then i do some serratus anterior activation like do you know the foam roll wall yeah with the band around yeah, your the wrist band, yeah yeah sometimes i do um wall walks 
Just Whoa. to get into an overhead, like yeah. like an upside down position. Sure, sure. Yeah, that 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 really stimulates like the whole upper 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 back. Yeah. Yeah, but you must make sure that you feel your proper the proper muscles. Muscles. Yeah. yeah. So. I take 30 minutes to warm up. I know. I was just about to say, weightlifters tend to spend no. more time warming up. It's all up. about longevity in the sport. 100%. Don't take your warm-up for granted, guys. Yeah, 100%. Because yeah. my friend Sam, he's always complaining of pain anywhere. Like How long pain. does he warm up? 30 minutes. Oh, yes, yes. That's good. I think he should go longer. <laughs> okay. All right, Sam, listen to this. 35 minutes from now on, all right? Yeah. Wow. So that's my warm-up generally. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting because... With me personally, my training, because I'm not a weightlifter, I do more of the SBD mm, training. Mm. When I warm up for a squat, I used to do a lot of, um, you know, deep hip rotators yep. and just, but now I found it's, for me, it works better if I just put the bar on my back with no weights mm. and just do the squat and just mm. perform the movement. Mm. Um, if I feel quite stiff through my thoracic, I might do a bit of a self-crack. Are there weightlifters that when they warm up, they just go through the snatch with no weight? They just uh, do the movement rather without than what I've, without, without my thirty minute pre warm up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know a few friends who do that. Yeah, and they're seeing me for physio now. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that yeah, uh, goes that, without saying. Yeah. Do your warm up, guys. Yes, do your warm up. Well, let's move on to the next question, which is a question from another listener. Yes. Um, he asked, "How do you cure patella tendonitis from lifting?" How do you get patella tendonitis from lifting? That's my question. I went to research about this question, you know. Oh, tell us about <laughs> it. Tell us about it. Because um, there was this study in 1999. Wow. That, 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 um, so the title is uh, Injury Rates and Profiles of Elite Competitive Weightlifters by yeah. Calhoun and all. Yeah. But this was a very long article in 1999. And um, right. they mentioned like, Knee, like knee tendonitis, yep. like it's very vague, right? Right. Yeah. Um, like knee tendonitis was the second um, highest uh, location injured in weightlifters. Oh wow! But they never mentioned like what part of weightlifting. Like, is it the clean and jerk? Is it the snatch? Yeah. But I can assume that it's just from the full flexion, right, in that squat position. Deep, deep yeah, flexion deep. under load. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have diagnosis like patella tendinopathy. Yeah. And most of the time, that's from a lot of running, a lot of loading, yeah, high impact loading, knee, yeah, jumpers yeah. knee. So the the mechanism of injury is not the same. No. If you compare with lifting and something dynamic like 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 running, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was one question that popped up when then when I saw this question. Sure. Um but essentially tendonitis is inflammation of the tendon, right? Mm. The main acute treatment option is rest, ice, painkillers, yep. get the pain less irritable, less yep. severe, and then find out why they're having this tendinopathy or yeah. tendonitis. Is it uh, really overloaded? Are you doing too much too soon mm-hmm. in a short span of time? Mm-hmm. Uh, what changed in your exercise regime? Mm-hmm. Are you squatting a lot more? Are you doing the Bulgarian squat program? Mm-hmm. We're not Bulgarians. We can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a Bulgarian squat program. It's not easy. No. But I gain like 10 kg PR. So <laughs> <laughs> well, not easy, but gains are there. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> so um, yeah, is it a program problem? Is it your... Is it the loading? Mm-hmm. Are you weak in your glutes? Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things that you need to consider when it comes to any kind of diagnosis. Any yeah. injury, Any right? injury, yeah. yeah. So, find out, go to a physio, find out why, yeah. and then the cure will be very different for everybody, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, it's I don't have a very... Um, recipe. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a recipe for you. Sorry. I hope the tendonitis gets cured though. Yeah, that's right. Basically, I've written a few things down. You've yeah. basically covered it all. Sometimes you need to look at uh, potential 
weaknesses above and below. Yeah. Um, maybe it's an ankle range of motion problem. Yep. You've got to check out. So it always helps going, if you've got tend- tendon pain from lifting, mm. go to a physio who understands the sport. Correct, yeah. Because if you go to someone who only looks at... Tendinopathy from running. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> might not different. have the skills to help, yeah. but um, they might have the skills to diagnose and to Correct. kind of give, get you from point A to B. But we want you down at Z, you know? We Correct. want you performing at your best. Yeah, correct. Another point that I, I wrote is also to recognize the pattern to the pain. Mm-hmm. Like if it's tendinopathy or tendinitis from weightlifting, yeah. there, are, there are a lot of points in your list that could have caused it. Um, one of it would be um, does it come on towards the end of your training? Mm. Does it come on uh, when you catch the bar in full flexion yeah. does it come on at the bottom position only or mm-hmm. does it come on when you rise up from your squat yeah. there's so many like like I said like I mean weightlifting or just strength sport is so complex in a sense right Yeah. that you you gotta be like 1% you need to be specific yeah. about your aggravating factors and if you know what's causing it curing it will be so much easier a bit more streamlined mm-hmm. yeah if this is a weakness problem would you would you advise this fella to work on some leg extensions? Weakness in the quads? Yeah, if, yeah, it's, a, yeah. if it's a quad yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, tendon, right? Mm. Um, I think knee extensions are so underrated. Like, do you do knee extensions? I love knee extensions. So good. Yeah. Especially with um, ACL rehab. Exactly. Knee Especially extensions is king. Quads are king. Yes, quads are king in ACL rehab. Quads are king in tendinopathy, yeah. kind of. Uh, knee, your, your patella tendinopathy. Knee OA, the stronger knee your quads are. Yes, oh, yeah. And they do days. studies on it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, everyone, please go and uh, sign up for a gym with a knee extension machine. <laughs> leg presses also. Leg presses yeah, also. Yeah, for sure. Okay, all this is very basic. You all yeah. need to uh, master it, okay? <laughs> Can I just say, I'm loving hearing <laughs> this Singaporean accent. It's so refreshing. I'm surprised I have not said any la, law. Ah, go for man. it Just go I'm, for it I'm holding back you know I'm really like Code switching My brain is like In overdrive right now oh I'm trying God. not to Embarrass myself No it's okay <laughs> I love the Malaysian Singapore accent Like yeah. that's why I married a Malaysian woman yeah. So I can it's, listen it, to it There's so many words That the English dictionary Can Are not succinct enough exactly. To explain what you mean Like yeah. Can Can la. Yeah Can or not Can you do it Can Okay do it <laughs> So easy Gosh you don't have to add so many like nouns or <laughs> Exactly. Do you say walawe? Do you say that as well? Walawe, yeah, I do, yeah. I do. But yeah. I'm Malay, you see. You're Malay? I'm Malay. Ah. So my my Singlish also has some Malay nuances to it. Ah, like I see. the accent might change. Um but I can kai jiang huai also. I can speak Mandarin. Also. Also. Oh, Thank you. There's so there's a limit. <laughs> Yeah, knee extensions, guys. Uh, quads yeah. is king. I think uh, your hip stability. Yep. So I give I give a lot of um, I give a lot of banded walks actually. Banded walk. Yeah. Underrated. Underrated, Another, right? Under, so cheap to to yeah. buy a band and you just need a hallway. Yeah, correct. Banded walks. Captain Morgan. I have mm, you. Are you familiar with yeah, Captain Morgan? Captain yeah, Morgan's but that's a bit high functioning. Yeah, so it depends. Pick and choose. Yep. Nice. All right. Let's chat about. Would you recommend self learning weightlifting on YouTube? Is it achievable? Prior to the lockdown, um, mm. I had a friend, shout out to Daniel, Daniel Tan. His name Daniel is Daniel Tan. Tan. Shout he, out Danny. He's from uh, Physio Circle. He's also a physio. He's one of my good friends. He's actually my physio. Oh, amazing. <laughs> he's a weightlifting physio also. He's just cool. very low key. He's just very low key. So Daniel was the one who taught me clean and jerks first. Oh, and right. I got hooked. And then I started watching CrossFit. Right. I was like, oh, this is so fun. Yeah, then after I started um, from someone who taught me. Mm. But if 
I were to find it online, I don't think I would have gotten a hang of it so easily. Because weightlifting, again, you need a coach's eye. Very technical. Very technical. Yeah. It's really not easy. Um, and you, it's high risk of injury. 100%. And very. The, and yeah. the most important thing for weightlifting, actually, it's really not your strength. It's actually your mobility. Oh. Mm, so there was a study. Yeah. <laughs> we did talk about the risk of injury if you don't have thoracic extension, right. risk, uh, wrist extension, hip, yep. knee mobility, and yep. uh, ankle mobility. Oh, I see. They actually did like a template normative value mm-hmm. of how much you should achieve in order to reduce your risk of injury in weightlifting. I see. I'll send you the I'll send you the article. Send it to me, yeah. Yeah, it's very in a, it's an easy read, it's very uh it's for the general population who Good. want to do weightlifting. I'm from yeah. Australia, so we need little words. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a table for you to a picture, look at. even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make sure that I have all this down. Like mm. mobility is very important in, in weightlifting. So that's why you need to have someone to assess your mm. mobility, assess yep. uh, what's your current like stage. Um, get a base value. Yeah, get a base base yeah. uh, baseline of your current movement pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that. And then I learned from my coaching course yep. that you always look at your overhead squat, your back squat, your front squat, and your uh, overhead press. Okay. Then you can zoom into your deficits and impairments, yeah. and then you work on your mobility. Right. So it's very, I, I mean, I am starting to appreciate, that's why I appreciate the sport, because yeah. it, it really aligns with my career as a physio. Fantastic. Yeah, so don't learn from YouTube, go get a coach. Yeah, and I think to... To learn something as technical as weightlifting, you need that perfect practice. Yeah. You know how there's a saying of practice makes perfect? Yeah. But I disagree. I yes. think perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. So you really need someone who's trained in the area to give you that direct feedback Correct. of yeah. what to do. So eventually, after the lockdown, I hired a coach. Fantastic. Yeah, so it's, it's, ex- it's an expense, but don't be a tight ass if you yeah, want to yeah, perform, if, right? If you really want to perform, yeah. So just um, if you want to do this long term also. 100%. Yeah, take care yeah. of your body. Please yeah. do your knee extensions, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Mobilize. <laughs> get loosey-goosey. <laughs> do your rehab. Uh. Get loosey-goosey. Yeah. <laughs> it's <my best laughs> Singaporean now. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. That's, I'm going to get that tattooed <laughs> on my chest. All right, Mistaker. Yes. Also known as Mistake. Really. Misty, Mistake, Mist. <laughs> so many ways misty. to call me. I like Misty. Me. I'll call you Misty. Misty, yeah, from Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ash Ketchum is finally a Pokemon master after 25 years. Oh, really? Do you not know? No. Oh. We live in a hole in Australia. Oh. It's That's why we call it Down Under. Because we, we get the news 12 months late. But you celebrate New Year's first. Do we? Yeah. Well, you got to let us have something <laughs> first, right? So, yeah. We, you, you, do you know that Australia celebrates New Year's first? No. Because we... You're ahead of time. Oh, well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in a few days, I'll be celebrating a couple of hours ahead of you. Yeah. Sorry. Happy New Year. Thank you. All right, Mystique. Thank, thank you. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for having me. Hope you uh, enjoy your rest of the day in Singapore. Thank you. Thank you. I've actually got a padashi appointment yes, to run to. Yes, get so. that ingrown with Tony Oh, out. yeah. Tell me about it. All right. Thanks See for listening, ya. guys. Bye.